This, 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 this is mythical. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Dude, I'm going to 21 Savage with my nephew, Keon, and we are so hyped to see him. You have no idea. Uh, while you're doing that, Nicole, I'm going to be storming through the party like my name is El Nino because I'm going to be seeing some 41 <laughs> Skate Punk is back, and it's not pop punk. It is skate punk, but also they have so many more artists to choose from. You got Alanis Morissette, Cage the El. Elephant Nicole, you're not ready for this one. <gasps> Who is it? The Kids Bob Kids, baby. No way. <laughs> Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. That's right. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash concertweek to buy now. You know what, Nicole? I could really go for a Pop-Tart right now. I don't think my father, the inventor of Toaster Strudel, would be too pleased to hear about that. Morris Hendizada invented the Toaster Strudel? <laughs> You've never seen Mean Girls, have you? This, this is a hot dog, dog is a sandwich. sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. I'm your host, Aaron Samuels. And I'm your host, Gretchen Wieners. And Mean Girls really is one of the formative early 2000s comedies. Like, I'm going to be showing my grandchildren that the same way that my dad showed me Blazing Saddles. Hmm, that's so fetch. That is fetch. Speaking of fetch, Nicole, did you know Toaster Strudel once did a limited time offering of Mean Girls themed Toaster Strudel? Oh, that makes sense. And they featured the word fetch on the packaging. So she was right to have not stopped trying to make fetch happen. It happened. And it did literally happen, thanks to Pillsbury and Toaster Strudel. Uh, But today, Nicole, we're not discussing the merits of uh, Tina Fey and, oh, what's that guy? Tim Meadows' role in Mean Girls. He's the principal, right? He's the principal. Tim Meadows crushes that freaking role, dude. No, we are discussing Pop-Tarts versus Toaster Strudel. Now, these are the preeminent... Not the eminent, not the post-eminent, the preeminent toaster pastries in the game right now. On the left side, we got Kellogg's Pop-Tarts versus Pillsbury Toaster Strudel on the right. Pop-Tarts are the original. Toaster Strudel are the usurper. Literally only created in response to Kellogg's massive success with Pop-Tarts, which I believe were invented in 1964 and then went wow. nationwide in 1965. That's awesome. After, of course, General Electric brought the home toaster to Americans in 1909, they were begging, Nicole, begging for a pastry to be fed into their gaping <gasps> maws. Oh, no. To feed, oh, strike one for Toaster Strudel, Nicole. A little premature. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it just happens. Sometimes it just happens. And all you can do is apologize and look I'm it so off. Sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. What are your initial thoughts in this battle? Well, I'm, I've always been team Toaster Strudel. I know um, you have. Because Pop-Tarts were not allowed in my house. I were think it's- Toaster Strudel? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. What was the what was the Probably moral backlash? Probably because this one had frosting in it, and I don't think my mom knew that these had frosting in it <laughs> until it was too late, and she saw me putting frosting on it. That's and then the precedent was already established. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, I guess the toaster strudels are good." That's funny. Yeah. So I grew up with whatever was on sale. Mm-hmm. It's really funny because I don't think when grocery shopping we really mapped out like value versus budget, mm-hmm. but. My dad was from the era that if anything was on sale, you just bought it, even if you didn't need it. Yeah. And so I had sort of an equal amount of Pop-Tarts or a generic brand toaster pastry that we got from like... Are you going to get me like a towel or something? Oh my... <laughs> I'm sorry. It just felt really natural. You could. I saw the glint in your eye and I was like, what's she about to say right now? 
I'm um, so sorry. No, listen, if you get your frosting on somebody, it is your job <laughs> to help them clean up. <laughs> I love this podcast. Defend me. <laughs> All right, so... Should we, should we should we dig in like yeah. really discuss culinarily what's just happening? Just so you now? know, the pop tarts I put in the oven toaster for like <laughs> two minutes, and then the toaster shooter I put in for like two and a half minutes. Well, so that's like to me a strike off of toaster strudel. Why? Right off the bat, because it takes longer. Because this is ha- obviously a breakfast oh con- of convenience. Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, just because you can have it raw or like unhot or you can whatever <laughs> does not make it better okay the toaster strudel it's is one a aspect hot, it's one aspect no the toaster strudel is a hot thick pocket of love and i love it so much these are like uh, the the pop like dinky they're like little dinky like like do you hear this dinky listen did you say hot pocket of love <laughs> that's, that's okay a toaster strudel is just a hot pocket I mean, I guess it's it's very similar, and also toaster strudels did make something called toaster scrambles. That's the that's actually which, a point for it. That's a point for well, it. To, no, toaster scrambles are not included in the toaster strudel. Okay, we cannot, yes, they are. No, they're. I, I I fully believe they're not. Are we eating these? Yeah, I'm eating a pop tart. Looks like we got the strawberry frosted pop tart. Not my favorite pop tart. More of a brown sugar cinnamon girl. You know how human memory is like very unreliable. Okay. I think that all of human thoughts and experiences, likes and dislikes, are incredibly unreliable. Okay, memento. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. For real, for real, for real. I don't think we can divorce it from from positive memories we've had, from marketing campaigns, okay. right? From how we want to be perceived in the world. If you were to take an uncontacted tribe, Sentinel Island. Okay. There's a tribe on Sentinel Island, Nicole, never been contacted. People try and contact a missionary, tried to go there, boom, arrow right to the face. I They're love like, that. get the fudge out. I actually really like that. Respect the Sentinelese people. Come on the podcast. Um, if you were to take both of these products to an uncontacted tribe, I don't think they'd be like, ooh, Pop Tarts are better. I don't think anybody in the right mind would. Have you even tried, to- tried the toaster strudel? Let me eat a toaster strudel. Are you, you not frosting yours? it? Can you, can, you, can you frost mine for me? Sure. Or do you need somebody to be assigned to frost your... That's the no. reference to Mean Girls. Maggie I, gets it. I don't get it. I've, I really what do, do want me to draw on just, your... just don't draw. What are you going to do? What do you want me to draw? I would always try and draw, but I can never rip the packaging good enough. Well, I want you to draw... Boobs? Boobs? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to do I'm trying it. to put myself back in the mindset of being a child <laughs> when I would have like eaten yeah. these every single day. Are we thinking D-cup? <laughs> What? Are we thinking? I'm because? inclusive. I know, just whatever, like, is like a natural. I think beauty is na- a natural. I think natural beauty is beautiful. Okay. There's multiple ways this can go. <laughs> just squirt the either, frosting on my damn toaster strudel. It can strudel. either look like eyeballs or it can yeah, look like really a weird apple. Perfectly shapen. What angle? It's like somebody's upside down <laughs> on a roller coaster and this is how they, they would like be Christmas existing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait! Here, I'll, okay, up. I'll draw on yours. I'll draw on yours. What okay. do you want me to draw? Um, whatever you well, want. Well, so that's a point for Toaster Strudel. If we're yeah, just sort creative of... creative expression. Creative expression. Okay, um, now it's now it's like Harry Potter glasses. Okay, I'm drawing a hot dog with two eggs. <laughs> Josh, me and you are actually five years old. But see, that's what Toaster Strudel does. It makes you feel like a child, and that's kind of special. Like, Pop-Tarts, like, on the go, whatever. They're sugary, they're syrupy, whatever. But see, the thing about toaster strudel, you get to play with your food a little bit, and it's fun. In the time in which I have wasted, wasted. drawing on my toaster strudel, Nicole, I could have had 
three different rental properties by now. Did you? Say I could wasted? have been getting mailbox money. Okay, so this is what I Josh could have been threw. out there, you know, grind setting, setting up my LLCs. Okay, so Josh apparently made a rocket ship with two eggs. Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I love <laughs> eggs. I love rocket ships. <laughs> what did I make? Um, Boo I don't design. know. I just anytime I see an abstract drawing, I just see my parents fighting. <laughs> Can you flip one over? And I don't. I don't know what you. This is a, a lot. I don't. I'm eating it. Okay. Mm-hmm. A violent red color scheme. Okay, like this isn't violent. Like the like the like the pop tart isn't violent inside. No, I believe. Well, there's the same amount of violence. This but there's so much more goo to a toaster strudel, mm. right? <laughs> objectively, objectively, toaster strudel is a more delicious product. Oh my god, it's so delicious! Right? Like there is no comparison. However, when I talk about humans not intrinsically knowing how to feel or what to think. Like, I was talking about, I was talking to Lily earlier about drinking, like, I had a $30 cup of coffee once, right? Yeah. I remember that story. And I drank it. And I was like... Because it was Yemeni coffee, right? Yeah, it was like Yemeni coffee. It was um, Mokhtar, Al-Kan- Mokhtar Al-Kanshali, I believe his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic book called The Monk of Mocha about this work. But he did a collab with Blue Bottle where he mm-hmm. had these beans. And it wasn't 30 bucks, but I think it was like 18 to 20 Whatever. or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I remember drinking it and, and I'd never distrusted my own palate more because huh. I was like, oh, my God, I do taste the cherry blossom notes, Nicole. I taste the I taste young cocoa. I don't taste old cocoa or, 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 or middle aged cocoa. I taste young cocoa in young these cocoa coffee mean? beans. I don't know. Is that but a I drank it And I felt it. You know what I mean? Huh, OK. Where I'm going with all this is like. Pop-Tarts has had such a better, more successful, more interesting marketing campaign. They've done Are you so many more What's so fun collabs. About it? Do you remember oh the Pop-Tart uh, commercials? The uh, No. Crazy good. <laughs> you don't remember? Mm. If I said crazy good, that is means that, nothing to you. Is that is that with the little like blue stripe one? Was that the purple No, but shirt? the blue stripe one, I'm so glad you asked. Wildberry. And like then they did a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man collab okay, called okay. Spideyberry. And so, like, I have all of these memories locked up in Pop-Tarts, which are objectively, it is a worse, worse product. It's a crusty product. The, yeah. the, um, the, the edges on a Pop-Tart are, like, damn near inedible. Yeah. And you know I, what I mean? I mean, I mean, also, look at, the, look at the way that it's iced. It's iced uh, haphazardly. Haphazard icing. Haphazard icing. <laughs> and the thing with the icing is, like, it's hard and crusty. It all kind of has to be because it's shoved in a toaster. Sure. And you are shaving, like, time off for convenience. I often talk about certain brands like this of mm-hmm. being like the victim of coming first. I get that. Um, uh, there's a brand called Arctic Zero Ice Cream that I think about a lot. You Is know, that the predecessor to Dippin' Dots? To Halo Top. Oh. Arctic Zero said we're going to be the tab of ice cream. Tab was the first ever diet soda. Sure, yeah. Arctic Zero. And there may have been predecessor brands to it, but this is the first one that I saw. Had like 170 calories in a pint, 20 grams of protein. Mm-hmm. I was an athlete at the time. I cared about that stuff more than I do now. But I was like, I'm going to eat this. It tasted terrible. Sure. But it tasted like just good enough to keep eating. Halo Top comes out like Changes the game. six, seven years later. And they basically got to like use all the science that Arctic Zero had figured out. Use all the anecdotal market research, what people want and don't want. And Halo Top then blew them out of the water. And then Halo Top was now in a race against all of the major ice cream brands who are now coming out with their own like 270 calorie pints. Okay. Pop-Tarts came 20 years before Toaster Strudel. Okay, that doesn't mean it's better. Just be okay. 
hear hear me out. No, you're right. I I, I think it's worse because it came before. Here's a thought exercise. Just because it came before doesn't mean it's better. No. Yeah. So it shouldn't be the best. I'm almost saying the opposite. Okay. I'm saying that Toaster Strudel had 20 years to figure out a product that would beat Pop-Tart. Good. And they did. But they did not. In sales, of, but sales, well, yeah. sales wise. Well, who? Ca- well, I'm not talking about sales wise. I'm talking about breakfast on breakfast enjoyable wise. I agree with that, and I agree this is a more enjoyable product. Yeah. If I were to go to a store right now and buy either toasted strudel pop tart, I would buy pop tart because of all for of yourself? the memories I have for myself. Yeah. Okay. I would get the brown sugar cinnamon. That's or the s'mores one. ones, because okay. the s'mores ones, I mean, that was Those where they really jumped the shark, and they're like, there ain't nothing breakfast about yeah. this anymore, baby. <laughs> this is for a dessert, or this is for, like, an intoxicated college kid coming home, and they're slamming Pop-Tarts. You know what I mean? So basically, Toaster Strudel made the gamble of, like, hey, we have a tw- uh, we, we are 20 years behind. We need to make a product that is so much better than Pop-Tart mm-hmm. that people won't even care that they've had 20 years of market capital, of brand recognition, uh, of campaigns on the market and they did a pretty damn good job, but they're still losing the war. Well, you know I don't I mean? think, I don't think they're trying. I think they understand there's a legacy connected to pop tarts and it's really hard to be able to nudge out a legacy like that. I agree. So, so, so I don't, I don't think it's for nothing. I think, mm. I think it's a good product, but pop tarts. Okay. Well, again, it, do you like tarts more? Or do you like mm. strudel more? Oh yeah, we got to get into the etymology. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, it's the like etymology. the actual dough. It's like it's like a tart dough. It's like a short crust pastry, like very snappy, very like dough like, not not dough like, very pie like. Mm. And then your toaster strudel is a little bit doughy, a little bit crispy, a little bit lighter. So you know, a lot of products have origin stories where it's like. Ruth Wakefield was a home baker and she tried to make a chocolate cookie, but then she went oopsies and spilled chocolate chips. And they have these very homey origin stories. Um, both of these are just like corporate suits. And that's fine. No, it, it's fine. But I'm saying there's like... We um, live in a society. <laughs> but they were literally just like, we're trying to game the market right here. And Pop-Tart, so the original name wasn't Pop-Tart. It was just called like Filled Scones. Filled scones? So it was initially this referred was to as a scone. Scones. These come out in 1964, right? It hit market in like 1965, 66 mm-hmm. nationwide. Andy Warhol. No, this is real. Check this out. Andy Warhol, right? Campbell's Soup, Andy Warhol, 1962, okay. I think. The pop art movement was in full swing. They literally called it pop tarts to freaking get on the upswing of, of, pop, the, art? of pop art. And that was already a genre that was like celebrating brands in this weird way. You're not even celebrating them, but, you know, just sort of um, understanding that these are things that have like massive recognition over us. Toaster Strudel comes out in 1985. Strudel, German. When does the Berlin Wall fall? 1989. Is it 89? 81. 89, 91. 89, 91. Berlin Wall. When did? 1989. I'm right. Please give me 10 points. Let me ask. Pillsbury. Pillsbury. Americans. How trustworthy. Okay, we're Jews. I am. You are. Maggie. Totally. How trustworthy do we find Germans? I'm not saying it's fair. No, no. Hear me out. I am dead serious, though. I am dead ass serious. When marketing things to like a mass, <laughs> to like a mass population in America, especially in 1985, was strudel the right way to go? Let me tell you. Germany, they do good things. They have great techno music. I have German friends. Like, no, no. Like, I'm, but I'm <laughs> saying, like, at the time... Let me, and I know West Germany at the time was like, there's, you let know, me tell you. David Hasselhoff. You 99 know? Luft Balloons. Great Nena. song. Oh. Nena. 
It's uh, a really heavy song, by the way. For people who don't know, uh, 99 Luftballons. Uh-huh. Very, very heavy song. It's a great song. Uh, Germans, nuclear war eviscerating uh, population. Uh, Germans made the Mercedes Benz. Great car. Uh, I don't know if German, Germans and auto manufacturers. They make great cars. What those cars are used for is on, you know, the history. Could still drive a Mercedes now. No, I agree. Like, listen. Germans have made incredible things. One of them being Strudel. I agree. So... Strudel, um, it's either German or Austrian, depending. And it's also, again, these countries didn't, like, exist. Yeah. Like, Prussia used to be a country. It was Which the is Aust- so crazy to me. It was the Austro-Hungarian Empire. What's crazy is countries that you think you know now are not going to exist in the future, right? Really? Macedonia. Changed its name to North Macedonia. You believe that? I can't believe that. South Greece. Sudan used to be part Greece, of Sudan. Right? Macedonia was a part of Greece. Yeah, there was some weird thing with Greece where Greece was like, Macedonia is just part of Greece, so you had to rename yourselves North Macedonia, and they were like, mm. it's weird, but okay. Oh. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. But anyways... The, like, recognition between a tart and a strudel, what do you think more Americans know of? What do they know more of? What like, do you what do mean? They, like, which is a better marketed pastry? Because this is not strudel, right? And this is not a tart. Tart no. is roughly the French word for pie. This is, like, a short a crust. Pi- hand pie dough, yeah, Kind of, but, like, if, if you were to ever order, like, a pie, like a hand pie and from a restaurant like and it came like this, you'd be like, well, let That's me tell a pop you. tart. No, no, no. I think it'd be fun if somebody made an artisanal pop tart and like said like, oh, there's like. Oh, and they have. There's like, uh, I don't know, like uh, what's that one? What's that one bottle that had the apple inside of it, but it was liquor? Oh, there's a bottle of Armagnac, yeah. right? No, no, it had a cooler name than that. Come on, Josh, go in that big brain of yours. I don't know. Come, my dude, brain, come on, no, yeah, you can. I can't Ca- stop Calvados, Calvados. Calvados. Like, Calvados. imagine somebody made like a Calvados apple pear cinnamon pop tart. Mm. Mm. Classy, right? Put a green cardamom in there or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I would eat that and I'd be impressed by it. But if somebody gave me a toaster strudel where I had to do my own piping, <laughs> I think I would be equal, equally impressed. No, and I, I've seen bakeries make versions of both of these, uh-huh. like, as an homage to it, especially, like, the homemade Pop-Tarts and sure. whatnot. But, like, do you think if this was named, like, a toaster tart or something? Toaster tartlet? Toaster tartlet. I would eat it. Right? More. Same. I think Strudel, I I think strudel was wrong. I don't think it is recognizable enough to an American audience. And unfairly, unfairly maybe German. That's not true. German, uh, Germany, Germans came here and they were the largest population. I'm, to be clear, I'm full-blood German. Half Jew-German and half... You can't like, be full-blood German. What? You're not full-blood German. What am I? You're half You're half German, half... Did you say you're like Nordic or something? No. What I'm are like, you? So my... Okay, so, 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 let's, let's, get, let's get into Josh's family lineage okay, to discuss whether that, or not I can judge Toaster that, Strudel. Before you do that, I'm 100% Persian. I'm 99.9% Persian, 0.5% Ashkenazi Jewish, 0.5% God knows what else, probably alien. And that's just like someone else's hair fell in the little vial when you sent it in, right? Like, you're just full, you're full-blood I'm Persian. I'm full-blooded Persian, which means there's probably... Well, you're like part Tehrani and part... Well, I'm Tehrani and Kashi, also known as Tashi. 
<laughs> no one's going to get that unless maybe like two people. Um, but Shout yeah. out to all our Persian listeners. Okay. <laughs> There's none. Um, maybe like four. You were saying? So, what are you? Uh, family Sharer is a very German name, sheep farmer. Uh, we've been farming sheep in the Americas since like the 1600s. Uh-huh. Like deep Dwight Schrute style Pennsylvania Dutch, which is <laughs> Pennsylvania Deutsch, so German, uh-huh. uh, and like a, a you know central PA. And on my other side, they were the Jewish German side. Family fled, general unrest. People have okay, not like you so know you Jews are have gone German. through some stuff. Yeah, so they were German Jews, and a lot of people are like, oh, German Jewish. That's that's well, people an say oxymoron. that about Persian Jews too. Like, yeah. oh, that doesn't exist. And it's like, no, there's a reason. Right we're, there's a reason we're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a reason we're in America. Yeah. Um, so anyways, awesome. point is I'm full German, so I can talk. <laughs> That's true. What the hell are we talking about? I'm so sorry. Why do my fingers taste kind of, my fingers taste kind don't. of bitter. They don't taste good. It tastes chemically. My fingers taste like chemicals. Which is one it? of these would you say tastes more chemically? Oh, that's a good one. I think the artificial textures of the Pop-Tart. I'm going to go with Pop-Tart. Yeah, these are. Nothing in nature tastes like this. No. But I do taste a little bit of, I taste a little bit of wheat. I taste a little bit of more strawberry-ishness in the toaster strudel. There's something about Pop-Tarts that reeks of, we did not yet have the technology to make this delicious. Right? Interesting. I you know what I mean? I think it's delicious, but I don't think it holds a candle to toaster strudel because of the texture and the warmth and the pocket, pocketness. Of, sorry. <clears throat> and the pocketiness of... Toaster strudel. I don't think it holds a candle. It's th- this is a pillowy, thick, luxurious breakfast item. The pop tart is just a cardboard filled with I don't know boring stuff. Do you know what strudel means? Oh, I think it's the act of the. I think so. I think it's the act of the uh, dough being thinned out, right? Strudeling. What? Did you just like make something up on the spot? No. Did you just not want to say no? No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure that's what a strudel strudel means like to to lay out very thinly. Strudel means whirlpool. <laughs> you you might there might be it, well, it may have well, become Well, whenever you think about it, whenever you roll it, it looks like a whirlpool and you can't do that if the dough isn't stretched out. So technically, <laughs> I'm right. Rimona is mean. Um <laughs> Okay, I'm toasted sorry. strudels. Nothing can hold a candle to the taste, right? Yeah. Like, like this is this is dry. This is crusty, and it's like delicious. Objectively, it's laden with sugar and yeah, fat. Yeah, yeah. It's it's good, but this, like you said, this is warm. It hugs your mouth. It yeah. makes you feel like like a grandma, but a grandma who came of age. Like she had to like work in the factories during the war and didn't have time to cook, so she's like, "Yeah, I use canned filling." Like this tastes like a grandma made something and like deep fried a weird item that you never had before. It's it's really really good. It's really good. These are not like desserts. They're not meant to be these eaten are, for dessert, also, right? I don't think these are substitute goods. So you don't you think you think the premise of this podcast mm-hmm. is erroneous? Absolutely erroneous. What Josh. if I told you that <laughs> this was literally invented to be a substitute good for this? Toaster Strudel's original you? marketing campaign was something better just popped up. Better than what? Pop tarts. That's all fine and dandy. <laughs> but it just, it just, it, they're so different. Pop-Tarts are shelf-stable. Toaster strudel need to put in the freezer. I agree. Like an Eggo. I think you they made. Pu- you know what you should have put instead of Pop-Tarts here? French toast sticks. You ever thought about that? Whenever you're thinking of the creative hate- of the podcast. Can I say wh- something? I what? love 
<laughs> frozen waffles. And I love frozen pancakes. I grew up on Krusty's frozen pancakes. I, love I them, still think they're great. Me too. Frozen French toast sticks are far and away the worst frozen breakfast product. I think they're awful. There's oh, just no, something about them that like is so far from actual French toast. Really? Yeah, what is it? It's like the, I it's, love they're them. hard, they're crusty. They're, no, they're soft in the middle. They're not, yeah, but they're like still like wet you, and chewy. Like what's there's a skin though, on them. It seems as though you were not following the directions on the box. I'm probably not. <laughs> yeah, because every time I had them, they were like fluffy on the inside and then kind of a little bit crisp on the outside. Read the directions on the box. I can't stop eating the Pop Tart. It calls me like a siren song. That's me with the toaster. And it sounds like crazy good. <laughs> You neither of you remember the crazy good camera. I think they have these so. weird animated. Yeah, they're like crazy like good. They did, they, do, they do this. There was one where like good. a man jumps into a kangaroo's pouch. In a kangaroo steals a man's pop tart. Kangaroo's pop tart. Man is is quite mad about it. Jumps into the kangaroo's pouch, starts throwing out like tires and old boots, and and must plunge his hand into the kangaroo's stomach and and rips out a fully intact pop tart, implying many things uh, about a kangaroo's anatomy that I don't believe to be true. <laughs> Speaking of these not being substitute goods, we can agree that neither of these should be like a breakfast, right? This should have been called, the toaster shooter should have been called a toaster Danish. If it wanted to be a breakfast item. It is a breakfast item. Okay, but strudel is not eaten for breakfast. Neither is a tart, to be clear. Okay. Right? Yeah. So you're saying, like, if this wanted to be a direct substitute good of a Pop-Tart, it would have been called a toaster Danish. Yes. I want. Do they make toaster Danishes? Because I would like to have them. They should. What about microwave Danish instead of toaster Danish? Danish? Yeah, why are both of these uniquely toastable product. I, I, guess, I guess, I wonder if more Americans oh. now have toasters or more Americans in, say, 1965. Probably they do. You know what well, I mean? If it to- well, I'm a toaster oven girl. <laughs> so I have a toaster oven. Are you toaster oven or are you toaster? I only, so I, I hate toast. I hate toasters just because I, I don't Excuse make me. toast. And if I do, mm-hmm. I just, I put it under the full oven broiler. But uh-huh. I almost never make toast. Like, I like bread, but I'll pan fry it. You know? Okay. Like I was going to put bread in a pan with some oil. Okay. No, see, I... Oh, Danish rings. Oh, my gosh. Kellogg's Danish rings? Wait, Maggie, when like were Kellogg's Jerusalem- Danish rings invented? That looks like a Jerusalem bagel. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So, we have just learned new information from producer Maggie that Kellogg's once invented a product called Danish rings that looks very similar to Toaster Strudel. Kellogg's owns Pop-Tart, right? Toaster Strudel owned by Pillsbury, which is owned by 1968 Danish go-rounds. What happened? I don't know. So Toaster Strudel wasn't just invented, Nicole, to try and compete with Pop-Tart. It was invented because the dearth of Kellogg's Danish rings no longer being on the market. Utterly fascinating. Um, You know what I think is really funny? That you look like Dwight Schrute more than I thought you did. (laughs) No. (laughs) I was gonna like. It's the glasses. I was gonna talk about like. like you look like you could be related to Dwight Schrute. I, I was gonna talk about wheat milling production back in the 1800s. Actually, I'm sorry, I'm not here to. Bother and, you. and is it bad that I act more like Dwight Schrute than, than I should? In this podcast, you're pure Dwight Schrute. Like you're like pure Dwight Schruting it. It's ridiculous. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Continue. Pillsbury was the second company in America to use steel rollers to mill wheat. General Mills, number one. General Mills, they wait 150 years, Nicole. 150 years 
to then buy Pillsbury, but then antitrust laws in America say you gotta give it, you gotta give some of it back. General Mills, you own too much. Kellogg's yearly profit fifteen billion revenue, whatever. <laughs> General Mills yearly revenue twenty billion. Yeah, I mean these are too bad. That, that's what we're fighting for. We're fighting for the attention of two giant meal mill production senpais. So this is Kellogg's. So <laughs> so so Pop Tart is Kellogg's. Yeah, founded by of course uh, John Harvey Kellogg, who believed in yogurt enemas up the bum bum. And then and then the toaster strudel was invented by Pillsbury. <laughs> Illinois congressman. So no 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 Pillsbury General Mills. Yeah, it was invented by Pillsbury. Okay, we're can we do the, the Pillsbury the do a boy noise? Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no, it's, oh, no, it's like oh, a giggle. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> okay. It's like you poke his stomach and he goes, <laughs> When I think of the Pillsbury Doughboy noise, I just think of uh, Damon Wayans in the movie Major Pain. Have you ever seen that? No. Incredible. Somebody look up. I don't know if it holds up, but... Mm. But anyways, uh, <laughs> he goes and talks to one of his, he's like an ROTC instructor. He goes and Call he, someone he's also like a commander. Yeah, he goes, if I poke you in the stomach, we well, go, ooh, like a Pillsbury Doughboy. And it's like one of my favorite delivered lines Aww. ever. Um, I, I yeah, love me some of the Wayne's family. Um, what I'm saying is both of these are, are desserts, right? They're not breakfast. Well, I like a savory dessert. I mean, <laughs> well, I like a savory breakfast more than a uh, sweet breakfast. So I agree. Yeah. We have to look, though, at the utility of both of these being eaten for breakfast. You know what I mean? I will say, this mimics strudel more than this mimics a tart. Okay, Josh, you need to think about who this is marketed to. This is marketed, yes. to, marketed to children. children. 60% of uh, Pop-Tart consumers are children. You have to think about this from, like, a busy consumer, like, mom, dad, whatever. So you're trying to get your kid to shut up while it's the morning time. Oh, and, and the only way you can get them to shut up is if they do creative activities a lot of the time. So, like, they're busy with their food. And the toaster strudel does that because they have this little this little snot rocket of, of icing where they can draw on their food. You don't get that. Give them a Sharpie and a Pop-Tart. Why would I do that? So they, they can can't eat. The, they can't eat sharpies. Um, it's I think better. The, it's a better product. Having screaming children, being a screaming child yourself, pop tarts are significantly better because there's not a five minute wait time of putting this in a toaster, you know, and then waiting for it to cool. Oh my god! Imagine how your child, Nicole, you could your also beautiful, microwave it large son, <laughs> will just be screaming, Wah! ah. Ah, I want to watch YouTube on my iPhone 19. Ah, he will scream. And he's going to keep going for three minutes while that's there. And then he burns his mouth and goes, ah. No. You know, See, uh, shut him problem. up with a Pop-Tart. It's this quick. The it's there. You don't even have to toast it. Josh, if you have a large son and they have problems with timing. Julia's uncle's like 6'5". My son's going to be so big. I think you're going to have a waifish child. <laughs> <laughs> they're one gonna them, have to bottle them, feed till they're nine. <laughs> sickly Victorian ones. <laughs> no, God forbid. You're going to uh so whenever you have a child and they have no patience, you know what you do to test the filling? You cut it in half and you put it on your chin to see if it's hot enough. What the hell are we talking about? What the hell are you talking about? What the hell are you talking about this? Point? About no, I'm talking about I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Berlin Wall. You know, five years before it may work toaster rules the reason why? Josh! You know, they might have I give the reason to what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go Who ahead. wins in the debate versus Pop-Tarts and Toaster Strudels? Toaster Strudels taste infinitely better. However, Pop-Tarts had 20 years of just advanced marketing campaigns preying on the whims of children. I will continue to buy Pop-Tarts till the day I die because of the Tobey Maguire Spidey Berry Pop-Tarts that I loved so. 
Nicole. Also, Pop-Tarts, I think more utility. It's a grab-and-go breakfast item. This is effectively a substitute good for a granola bar, which we've all seen have a mm-hmm. massive rise. People, Americans now are too hurried, too just uh, mired in wage slavery to even pour themselves a bowl of cereal, Nicole. That's mm-hmm. why people don't do it. They're eating yogurt out of a cup. They're sucking down Pop-Tarts. There's no room in American society to eat toaster strudel. We don't even have three minutes anymore. I say make room, make time. Life's precious. Do things that make you happy. Do things that make you feel good. If that's drawing boobs on toaster strudel, do it. It's better than Pop-Tarts. All right, Nicole. We've heard what you and I have to say. And now, well, it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the universe. It's time for a segment we call Opinions, Opinions are, are like, like casseroles. But before we get to that, it's everybody's favorite segment, Review a Review, where I am going to review one of your reviews from Apple Podcasts. Please go to <laughs> Apple Podcasts, give us uh, five stars. Or Please give however. us five stars. We're like Uber drivers. Give us five stars. Yeah, we need them or else we get fired from uh, podcast.org. Uh, <laughs> all right, first up, we got Leah Fine. Fun and funny food fans. The two hosts are young, funny, and interact like siblings in the <laughs> best way. Enjoyable debates interspersed with foodie information. Good guests and engaging topics. I rate that five stars. That's I mean, a five-star review. Leah, you really covered the breadth of it, and you called us young. Do you think you we know? interact like siblings? I think so, yeah. I, th- I think we have a jocular sort of style with each other, kind of needling hmm. in each other, but in a way that we obviously respect each other and you have a close Huh. I don't think me and you operate like siblings, actually. What do you think we operate like? I don't know. Like podcast co-hosts? I don't know, no. Because that feels weird and impersonal. If I just said I think we're like siblings and you're like, we're just podcast. We're not, though. I think we're just friends. Yeah. Because like if you were my sibling, I'd be a lot harsher with you. Like a lot harsher. Don't. Don't do that. I can't handle it. a lot harsher with you. Like a lot harsher. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like you'd like, if I was your sister, like you'd put me in a headlock or something. I have never assaulted Nicole at work, (laughs) to be clear. I feel like you do a lot of I've never assaulted. Noogie, noogie. (laughs) I don't. I've never noogied Nicole or any other... But if we were siblings, like if you had a sibling that was like a year, because I'm a year younger than you, right? Yeah. Like if you had like a a year younger than your sister, you wouldn't give her, you wouldn't noogie her? I I don't know because I was the younger, I can only speak from the younger sibling's perspective. My brother used to pin me down and he'd go, (laughs) and then he would like droop a loogie down and go, (laughs) and then spit it up. But of course, like that loogie's going to fall one day and it's going to hit you in the eye and you start crying. And then he goes, I didn't even mean to, I was trying to do a funny joke. And you're like, a joke to whom? Joke for who? It's not a joke for me. They spit on my face. So yeah, I don't think. Also, like I'm like if all my siblings are so much older than me, and like it's so impersonal. Like yeah. I don't even know them. Yeah. So I don't think you are siblings. <laughs> all right, Maggie, play that first opinion. Hey there, Josh and Nicole. So I was making a potato curry, uh, Indian style, and I realized my coconut milk had expired, so Whatever. I substituted it with condensed sweetened milk okay. and added a bunch of limes, lemons, and some rice water vinegar, rice wine vinegar, uh-huh. to help make it a little less sweet. And I bet if you gaslight someone hard enough, they could think it's a traditional Indian sweet dessert. Okay. What are your thoughts? What I would have done if I was him is not is not used any sort of milk. I would have used evaporated milk. 
Well, he didn't. He obviously didn't have evaporated milk. He had a can of sweetened condensed milk. Well, if you have, can you see something? Can you just, can you see something? No, go. If you have a can of sweetened condensed milk, you should probably also have a can of evaporated milk. I have never owned a can of evaporated milk in my lifetime. And I think you're lying. Why would I lie? What what would I have had evaporated milk for? I don't know. Maybe to make mac and cheese. I I have not made mac and cheese inside my home in probably years. When's the last time I would have made mac and cheese? For some sort of, I don't know, cookbook that you wrote when you were younger. First time Julie and I went out drinking and I went back to her place. <laughs> was um, Shrimp quesadillas? No, no, no. Oh, that was the second time. This is another time. story. The first time is when I, ra- I had to raid her house for something to make. Uh-huh. And I made mac and cheese with like skim milk chickpea banza pasta. Oh, disgusting. And like uh, Mexican blend shredded cheese with all the anti-caking agent. And I bet it was kind of good. It was pretty good. It hit the spot. I put some turmeric in it to make it yellow. Um inventive of him to have done that it's a choice it's a choice the not one i would make but I, I i am very interested in uh sweet potato based desserts not sweet potato based but sweet comma potato based i like the gaslighting part the gaslighting part's fun yeah yeah, yeah. i'm into it a little bit of sort of emotional terrorism on let us part. know how it goes that's big about food i would love to try this but also if i were you i would have simply substituted nothing for the coconut milk i would have just thrown some more butter in there um, and that probably would have been a very delicious uh, potato curry dish. But you have invented something new. And Good this is you. the origin story of many new inventions. Somebody just being a completely hapless schlub. That's right. What's up, y'all? My name is James. I'm from Salt Lake City, but I live in Cincinnati now. And that's only relevant because of this particular opinion. Um, so I generally, as somebody not from this part of Ohio, I generally find that Cincinnati cuisine is pretty uh, repulsive. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Cincinnati chili get a I don't I don't enjoy it I don't like it however I have to say that a Cincinnati Coney is much better miles better what is that? worlds better than a Philly cheesesteak that's all I have to say those are not substitute goods what is those a cone is like a Coney dog Coney dog so a Coney's a chili dog right but the Coney dog was invented in Detroit Coney Island oh no not Coney Island why it's it named after Co- Coney Island. Uh, hot dogs okay. were sold in Coney Island a lot. So Detroit, there's two oh spots that claim to have invented the Coney. I, oh. I can't remember it, but it's a Detroit thing, and it's got a very sort of thin meat-based chili Who on it. Who can keep up? I don't think the chili, though, is related to Cincinnati chili, which, of course, is based off of, I believe, a, a Macedonian dish um, that a Macedonian immigrant made in Cincinnati. I have mm-hmm. never had a Coney from either Detroit or Cincinnati, but... I love hot dogs covered in meat water. I want to go to Tommy's. You've never been to Tommy's? No, but when I drive by it, I'm like, I'm going to go, but I never go. Tommy's world famous original chili cheeseburger in Los Angeles? Yeah, I really want to go. It's, um, their chili is almost too thick and starchy and fatty for me. It's it's good, but it's not like a coney. Like a coney sauce is very kind of thin and watery. Watery. It's heavily spiced. Tommy's Chili, which we grew up with a lot of like chili dogs on the West Coast coming from a lot of these sort of roadside stands that would also serve bean burritos, um, pastrami sandwiches, Mm -hmm. teriyaki bowls, stuff like that. Very reflective of the cultures of Los Angeles, especially back at the time. Uh, And Tommy's is kind of like the forefront of that. It was like the biggest chain. Um, Their chili burgers, chili burgers too, never quite done it for me. Okay. I'm still going to try it. One day, one day. I'm going to try it. You should. They have thick slices of tomato, thick slices of onion. Ooh. Tommy's is a fun time. Yum. I have nothing against Tommy's, but I would like to go to Detroit and try the counties. Also Cincinnati. I don't have an opinion on this, really. Sorry. Wait, wait. Why take a pot shot of the Philly cheesesteak? 
I don't know. It was weird. That was weird to me. That was weird that he did that. I'm sorry. I don't like that. It feels like it's a good sandwich. <laughs> sorry. Also, I'm sorry about calling you like similar to Dwight Schrute. You called me like pig anus in a previous episode, so that's cool. Oh, well, that's fine. We wrote that intro together. Yeah, we did. I was like, you cool calling me a pig butthole? And I said, yeah. yeah funny. The Dwight True was a little bit, I don't know, out of left field. No, I, I think he's he probably the most engaging character, the most like line for line funniest character in The Office. Um, I think Creed is the funniest. Oh, you're correct. Creed is the funniest in The Office. Yeah. Also, haven't really watched if the I show. Can't, if I can't scuba, what's this all been for? <laughs> Come on. I haven't watched Come The Office on. much. Okay, next opinion. And sprouting grains in my desk. Hey, Josh and Nicole, I just had a random question for you guys. If your favorite song was a food, <gasps> what food would it be? <laughs> Love mm. the pod. Bye. What's your favorite song? Of all time? Yeah. Um, I have a lot, but my end-all, be-all song that I've listened to most and enjoyed listening to without skipping is uh, Layla by Eric Clapton. Okay. Did you expect that? No, not at all. I didn't know you listened to the clap. I don't. The clap man. I don't. That was oh, just one song. Eric, or Eric Clappy Claps. What, yeah. would be, what would Layla be as a food? Hmm. I'm like playing the, like, the intro. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Probably some sort of, uh, some sort of pulled beef situation. <laughs> Why? Because of the way that the, the guitar goes. Uh. The way they're pulling the strings. It's kind of like... And it's like grungy goes, and then it goes again, and then it goes, I'm really wailing right now. And then it goes, what do you do? And then it goes into this really pretty, Layla, you got me on my knees, Layla. Probably nachos, tower of nachos with some pulled beef around. And then um, some jalapeno slices, like pickled jalapeno slices. And that's it. So I'm wearing the Vended shirt right now. I don't know what Vended is. Vended uh, is a lovely, lovely new metal band. Um, Can't help you. They, they do good work. Salmonelli recently. Their song Dead to Me. Uh, is that is, your is number really, one favorite song of all time? It, it's a fantastic song. Uh, number one favorite song of all time is like, such a difficult question. Go deep into your mind. Sinner Man by Nina Simone. Oh, that is that is your favorite. And it would be a cinnamon roll. I think that's the best song I've ever written. But like it, uh, recent okay. recent song like most played this year has been Make Me Famous by Kim Dracula, which okay. has so many different sounds and it just punches you in the face constantly. It's mm. constantly like changing uh, harmony mm-hmm. there's no harmony I don't even know what a harmony is it just punches you in the freaking face with all of the sounds and all the genres if I think of food that punches you in the face with every single flavor I think uh-huh. of Thai food uh-huh. um, I think of uh, papaya salad like a good northern oh. Thai papaya salad with like is fermented mud crab in you? it that's Kim Dracula make me famous you know what I mean okay I'm pulling up my most listened to songs with like Sai Ua the sausage you get a side of Sai Ua sausage with like a papaya salad uh-huh. uh, I think that I think that's Kim Dracula's make me famous okay Apparently, like, there's something on Spotify where you can go to, like, songs you've listened to. Your top. Do you know what I'm talking Shout about? Shout out to guitarist for Vended, Connor Grudzinski. He watches uh, Mythical Kitchen. Your top <laughs> songs 2022. My number one most listened to he song. He makes the recipes sometimes. was What You Need by Kay Trinata featuring Charlotte Day Wilson. Uh, lead I, singer Griffin Taylor. You do good work. What's up? I think that song would be a lime popsicle. Wait, what was your most listened to song? Of 2022? Yeah. Uh, what You Need by Kate Trinata featuring Charlotte Day Wilson. I think it would be a lime popsicle. Huh. That's good. Let me let me think. Hold on. Yeah. Okay, lime popsicle. Wait, Maggie, play the next opinion. I'm going to find my most listened to song. 
Hey, um, I am Caden from Warwick, Rhode Island, Sorry. and honestly, love the podcast. Um, but I just gotta say, I don't know why, but I have a really weird texture problem. I'll eat foods, and I can't get over the texture. My family thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> they say that I'm just being over dramatic, and mm. I just need to suck it up and swallow them. But I can't. It makes me gag. It, am I crazy or? Nah, dude. What What's the problem here? I just threw up. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Love the pod. Thank you for calling. Um, one, you're you're not crazy at all. And two, even if somebody thinks the advice is just suck it up and do it, it's rarely ever helpful to say. A lot of people have textural aversions to food. Sure. And some people can sort of get over them naturally. I remember when I was a kid. My grandma made me eat a slice of raw tomato. She's like, you cannot get ice cream unless you eat this slice of raw tomato, big old, thick, unripe tomato. And the texture of the tomato seeds made me physically gag. Mm. And now I pop tomatoes like candy. I love them. I ate a bunch of cherry tomatoes last night. So Mm -hmm. I sort of naturally got over that. But I think the big thing is you shouldn't create negative emotions around food, especially when people are young. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I believe in that. I think it should always be about encouraging and Mm -hmm. never like suffering. I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you should try things and, you know, maybe maybe it's just the amount that you're eating. Maybe cut it into smaller pieces. Maybe. I don't know. I don't really have an answer for that. I feel like that's more like a medical problem more mm-hmm. so than a, to jabronis with a food podcast question. That's yeah. just my opinion. Just try try smaller portions and, you know, don't give up. Season it with stuff you like. Salt, sugar, pepper, spicy stuff. Try and think about the complex nature of good and bad. That good doesn't necessarily exist and that something that you currently think is unpleasant isn't necessarily bad and won't always be bad. Great example. Next time you have a texture in your mouth that you don't like, let it sit there and think about it. Like really think about what it is that you don't like about it. And I feel like... If journal just, it. Like, journal it. Yeah. Think about it. Like yeah. be, be very meditative about it. I used to hate mustard. Used to literally poo-poo mustard. Hated mustard more than anything. A few years ago, I ate mustard and I really liked it. Taste buds constantly change. You constantly change. You are ebbing. You are flowing. You are a microcosm in this earth. Don't um, knock it till you try it. Life's short. God, we're motivational. <laughs> I'm sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, sweaty. Nice to meet you. I'm dad. Uh, anyways. Are we done? That's all I'm talking for today. Come One on. more. Maggie, come on, please. Maggie. Please, Maggie. What? Oh, my number one song. It's uh, Diazepam by 1056. 
it's a song about a person on uh, diazepam? It, diazepam. What is that? Is that like, an cool SSRI? Nightmares. Yeah, I think so. It, it, anti anxiety. What do they call them? SSRI. Is that an SR, SSRI? I don't know. It's something like that. Anyways, it's it's like you know, it's kind of like that. And what food is that? <laughs> I don't know, like gruel, like a like gruel. a spicy, but like a spicy gruel. Ooh, uh, congee. Congee. Yeah, congee. Okay. <laughs> you know, great, good band, ten fifty six. I love Kitchenada. Seen him twice. Yeah, live. That's cool. Like live music. Can we rap now, or you still want Maggie to do one more? One more, Maggie. Co- come on, Maggie, one more, come on. one more song. Come on, one, uh, but then second was Telescope by Tala. Okay. I, I've pr- I probably l- listened to Telescope by Tala more, but ten fifty six just that song yeah. kind of plays. My second was Virtual Insanity by Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai. Love Jamiroquai. Love JK Jamiroquai. was the first man I ever had a crush on. Still do. Come on the podcast. Give you a little kiss right here on the forehead. One more. Come on. Oh, come on, come on, Maggie. One hey, guys. More. This is Michael. I just wanted to give you one of my opinions. A hard taco is a cannoli. <laughs> oh. Now, I know the hard shell doesn't go all the way over like a cannoli does, but <laughs> it's basically a savory cannoli at that point. What do you guys think? Sure. Yeah, I'm with it. Are you with it? I'm on the same wavelength as you, Michael. Little tube, little tube, little tube, little tube. So, 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 cannoli etymology borrowed from Sicilian plural of cannolo, which uh, uh, means a cane or tube. So, little, little tube. And then, if we look at taquito, taquitos are also it means little taco, of course, but also. Uh, flauta is a term that is used for a certain type of hard shell taco. If you look at flauta, flauta means tube. What's what's or flauta means flute. What's in a flute? A tube, I believe. Maggie, you're you're a, you're an instrumentalist. Flute, flute, tube. Flutes have tubes. Maggie does I not think, play by, the flute. By, 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 by God, I think you're correct. Me too. <laughs> on that note, thank y'all so much for stopping by. A hot dog is a sandwich. We got new audio only episodes out on Wednesday video drops on the mythical kitchen channel on sunday that's right and if you want to be featured on opinions like casserole is the best part of this podcast give us a ring and leave a quick message at 833 dog pod go to the mythical kitchen channel and watch the other stuff that we do that'd be mm-hmm. pretty cool we're very proud of it also uh listen to uh, venda new metal's back like uh, new metal core honey new metal never left <laughs>